0: Hello, and welcome to Lab Roving. My name is Dr. George Busby, and I'm a malaria geneticist at Oxford University. This podcast is all about the Mobile Malaria Project, which took me and my team 7,500 kilometres across the African continent. We wanted to learn about some of the cutting-edge research currently being done on malaria in the countries we visited. And on this podcast, you can hear conversations with some of the people we met along the way. Over the next few weeks, we'll publish some of these conversations, which we had with scientists from Namibia, Zambia and Kenya. But before we hear from them, in this trailer, I want to tell you a bit about malaria and more about the Mobile Malaria Project. Malaria is a devastating disease that affects the lives of millions of people across the world, but particularly children under the age of five in Africa. However, it's much better now than it used to be, and we've seen the number of people dying of the disease annually drop by roughly a half since the year 2000. So during the first decade and a half of this millennium, we did a pretty good job of trying to stop malaria. Unfortunately, Over the last three or four years, progress has begun to stall, and these large year-on-year drops in malaria cases and deaths have more or less stopped. In fact, there may even have been a slight increase in malaria globally in 2018, as compared to 2017. Now, the reasons for this are complicated and are based on a range of factors, from lack of investment to the changing climate, amongst many, many others. There are lots of people across the world actively trying to stop this stagnation, And I can make a whole series of podcasts about the various ways that people are working together to combat the disease. But what we do know, however, is what works well when it comes to controlling malaria. When we look at the role of different interventions in reducing malaria burden, the best ones are the widespread use of insecticide-treated bed nets, which stop people getting bitten, and the use of artemisinin-based drugs, which are really good at treating people with malaria. So bed nets really do work, and drugs work too. But there's a problem. Both of these interventions are now at risk. We're becoming increasingly aware that mosquitoes are becoming resistant to insecticides in nets, and parasites are also becoming resistant to the very best artemisinin-based drugs. As this resistance develops, it is also beginning to spread. If this resistance becomes widespread, it could leave us in the catastrophic situation where our two best interventions no longer work. Scary stuff. This is where I come in. As a geneticist, I think that data from DNA sequences has a crucial role to play in malaria research and control. This is because we can use genetics to understand whether a population of parasites is resistant to particular drugs, or whether mosquitoes from a particular location are resistant to specific insecticides. Genetic data can also be used to do other things, such as build a better picture of how parasites are moving between different parts of the continent. So in my mind, genetic data has huge potential to aid malaria control but here's the rub. Currently, genetic data can really only be generated in large sequencing facilities in the global north, far away from the action. So if, like me, you think that genetic data has a role to play in malaria research and control, then we should also be serious about helping scientists in Africa learn how to use and develop genetics in-country so that they can be the ones to benefit from the development opportunities that such technology brings. So as well as meeting scientists working in Africa, the second part of the mobile malaria project was our attempt to think about how this could change. So we took some small genetic sequencing machines with us on our journey. And the scientific aim of this project was all about testing the feasibility of these machines in low resource settings and working with scientists in Africa who are keen to explore its use in the future. I should note there are others who are doing great work to help build genetics and data science capacity in Africa. So we are far from alone in this ambition, but we hope that by sharing with you what we learnt on our trip, we can highlight the potential that genetics holds, both for the future of malaria research as well as for some of Africa's scientists. Which brings me on to the Mobile Malaria Project. As I said at the top, this was a 7500 a half thousand-kilometer journey coast to coast across Africa. This project was only possible because we won the 2018 Royal Geographical Society's Land Rover Bursary, which is a unique grant that gave us the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to go on a challenging journey that promotes a wider understanding or enjoyment of geography. The Land Rover Bursary provided us with some money and the loan of an extremely cool, specially adapted Land Rover Discovery, which we used to transport our team and lab equipment on our journey across Africa. We also recorded the conversations for this podcast in the back of the car whilst we were driving on our journey. So that's all from me for now. If you have any questions or if you want more information on the project, malaria, or the Land Rover Bursary, you can check out our website, mobilemalaria.com, or look at the show notes for more links and contact details. See you next time. Lab Roving was recorded in Africa and Oxford and is written and produced by me, George Busby. A massive thank you to the Mobile Malaria Project team, Jason Hendry and Isaac Genai without whom the project just simply would not have happened. Music for Lab Roving is by Dylan Joseph via Epidemic Sounds.